Welcome to Wickedly Wise Women Entrepreneurs. This is Constance M. Drew, your executive producer and host of the podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to discuss 10 reasons why an author or a writer should start a podcast. The show is being sponsored by StartupToSuccess.com. So let's get started. When I think of writers, I think of us as authors. So people, authors who are authoring books, publishing books, writers who are writing articles, maybe you're a journalist. I know I come from both backgrounds. Um, and you actually, everybody is creating content these days. As a podcaster, you're a content creator. As an author, you're a content creator. As a writer, you're a content creator. And I think there's a really beautiful way that you can bring all that together and benefit your writing, benefit your, your books that you're publishing, and just benefit yourself as a person by starting a podcast. And today, since I've kind of put that out there, and again, you'll see, it's just some days I might be a little more serious today. I'm a little more lighthearted because it's a weekend. And I'm so excited that everybody is here with me today. I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you get a lot of value from the room. I would like to let you know as well that if you would like show notes, I will provide show notes weekly. And you can go to my profile to get information on that. I also have some complimentary podcast downloads. Again, you can go to my profile to find out more information on that as well. So let's get started. This morning, I have 10 reasons why you should start your podcast. And before I get started with this list, I just want to share that I've been in Clubhouse a little over six months. I mean, I, that's when I, I guess, officially joined or whatever, but I had other friends that were talking about it in the fall and last fall. And the one thing that I've seen consistently is people thinking about starting a podcast and still not doing it yet. And yes, I fell in that category as well. I've been thinking about a podcast for quite some time. As a matter of fact, I, I had had a, um, a show, since, you know, basically a marketing show a few years back that I really enjoyed doing. It was actually a, like on a TV, you know, one of the on TV network. Not a major network, but basically a private network. And then I wanted to blog. I wanted to do radio blogging. And so podcasting really was a, an interest of mine that I've studied a lot. You know, it's like I've thought about it a lot. And I finally took the dive and did it as well. And because I am a fully transparent person, I'll share this real quick with you as well. I was going into rooms and I was saying, you know, I've taken courses on this. I've learned by the best. I've taken courses by Steve Osher. And, just meaning that I had paid for training, I had paid for mentors, and something just wasn't feeling quite right yet. But I did go ahead and start a podcast. And I did this several months ago, and I did my first episode, and I just, I couldn't go beyond, even though I had planned, I had done all the steps that, that I <laughs> knew that I should go through, I just couldn't seem to move beyond. And so, actually, my first thought was, I was also in the middle of writing my book, I thought, Am I stuck because, you know, my creative, this is one of those creative blocks. And I think we can all relate to that. I didn't know that there really is such a thing as a creative block or writer's block, but yes, there is. I learned that. And I think you can run into the same thing with anything creative you're doing, such as a podcast. So long story short, I just thought, you know, something's just not feeling right. I sat with 
you know, myself for a while. I meditated, thought about it a few days and thought it's just the name wasn't really, even though I created this great artwork and I paid to have the cover art done and the first episode recorded and actually had some in the can, so to speak, ready to go. I just couldn't release them because I just didn't feel right. And so, you know, I'm being fully transparent with you. <laughs> so I don't want you to go through the same thing. I guess that's why I'm sharing that with you. So once I really sat down and I kind of did the same thing that I did when I wrote my book, and that was like, I really kind of, for me personally, I called in my, my spiritual guides to help me with the book, the message that, you know, I needed. I actually wrote my book in a weekend and I can give you details on that, you know, if you want to DM me, because this is basically about podcasting, but I think it's pertinent to share that because basically the same energy that I used called upon to write my book is also the same energy that I called upon to go with my podcast. And I did. And so what I came up with instead of like podcast brand and market so that I would promote my branding and marketing business, I came up with, you know, who I, which is who I really love to serve and help is women entrepreneurs. So my podcast, I rebranded it's weekly wise women entrepreneurs. I, now launch it weekly. You know, I drop a new episode weekly. I do not have a problem recording. I don't have a problem thinking about it. I don't have a problem thinking about guests that I want to bring on. Everything is flowing. And I think that's just a very important story for me to share with you so that you know that if you hit something like that, you're not alone. And I would be willing to bet that if people were really honest and transparent, I'm not the only one that's gone through that. So I think it's very important that you stay centered and that you're really coming from a place from within when you are getting ready to start a podcast. So that's a little bit of my story on that. What I'd like to do now is move you into 10 reasons to start a podcast now. Number one, you have a message to share. And as an author and writer, you already know that you've got a message to share, whether you're a fiction writer or a nonfiction writer, maybe humor, just whatever, children's books, whatever it is, you have a message to share. That's a reason to start a podcast as well. You have a message to share. Number two, you want to promote your book. Or if you're a journalist and you have a news column, you want to promote your column. You want to promote your articles. So basically, it's a way and a reason to start a podcast is to promote your book or your work. And number three, you want to promote your journalism. So I kind of tied that in there as well. But again, maybe you write for a magazine. Maybe you write short stories. Whatever it is, you know, it's a way to promote your journalism. Number four, you want to sell more products and services and books. There's nothing wrong with starting a podcast as a way to promote yourself to sell more because there is a way that you're still serving people. And through that service, though, the reward is that you're selling more for yourself. Number five, you want to promote a cause. This one is really, different people do podcasts for different reasons. I mean, I know very successful people that do podcasts to promote their businesses. I know very successful people that 
do podcasts to promote a cause. So it really, again, I think it goes back to that, whatever is calling you to start a podcast. And I will tell you, if you are visiting podcast rooms, chances are there's a little voice nudging you to say, you know, it's time for you to start a podcast. But know, know your why. And then, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about it's not as complicated as some people make it. Number six, you want to be seen and heard. Now, I'll share briefly. In my book, A Drive with a Serial Killer is actually a true story about an experience that, that I had. And the only reason I'm going to share just that part of it is that as a small child, I had a speech impediment. And so I was held out of school for a year. And so for me, I didn't talk a lot because I couldn't speak clearly. And it took a long time for me to feel seen and heard, it, not by my parents. I mean, my parents and family, they were great with me. But as far as outside of the family, it was, I felt like I was not seen and heard. And the one thing that I had found through podcasting, through public speaking, through different things that that I've since done in the decades of my life is that I like being seen and heard. I am a value, just like you are a value and you are worthy. So being seen and heard can be important. That can be just as important as anything to start a podcast. And for some women in particular, it can go back to even a self-confidence thing or, you know, a way to, to prove to yourself. And not, not that we really have to prove anything to ourselves, but maybe just comforting ourselves and rewarding ourselves and saying, you know, I am valuable. I am worthy. I am meant to be seen and heard. So it can be for that reason. The other reason you want to be seen and heard, again, to promote your business, to promote your book, to promote your writing, to promote a cause. I think there's a lot to be said, though, about being seen and heard. And it can be beneficial on so many different levels that I think it's really worth thinking about starting a podcast. Number seven, you want to establish credibility. Now, to me, sometimes when I say this, I actually chuckle, as you can hear me chuckling now. Like, I don't know why being a podcaster is going to give me that credibility, but it does. But I, I guess the way that I look at it, and by the way, in case you haven't been able to tell yet, I definitely approach my rooms a little different, I think, than a lot of people do. But in the podcasting world, I think when it comes to credibility, it's the credibility is that you've taken a step. You've had the courage to do something. You're not afraid to put yourself out there. I think that's where credibility comes from as much as anything. So, yes, it makes you credible as an author, as a writer, as a business owner whatever your venue may be, it will make you more credible. Those of you who, as an author and writer, are wanting to do book tours and virtual book tours and book signings, the more practice you get speaking, it's going to be better for you. So you can also think of it that way. A podcast can be practice. It gives you that credibility. And the thing that I'd like to point out as well if you're pitching yourself to be a public speaker to promote your book, if you are recording a podcast, it's very easy to then refer people back to 
hey, here's my podcast episode, such and such goes over, you know, whatever that episode might cover. There is a, a credible sample for someone to already hear how you would present yourself. So again, I just, I can think of a lot more than 10 ways, 10 reasons why to start a podcast, but I'm giving you what I feel like are the top 10 in my book as of today anyway. Number eight, you want to make money. There is nothing wrong with making money. Without money, we don't survive. That's just a fact of life. And you can make money with podcasts. Now, today we won't talk a lot about the different ways that you can make money, but as far as making it, monetizing your podcast. I will say, though, the big thing about making more money is going to be if you're promoting your book or you're writing, you should be selling more copies. And keep in mind, too, that a podcast is evergreen. Evergreen meaning that once that podcast is dropped and put on the different directories, like Apple Podcasts, for example, that podcast stays on there. So it is, it, it, it's common that people, once they find your podcast, and they may not find you until episode 37, but it's common for people to like to go back through your series, through your episodes, and listen. So people that may not have found you until episode 37 may go back and listen to you on episode one. So just keep that in mind that you're putting something out there that's evergreen. So you're promoting yourself. You know, you're giving people a chance to get to know you. And regardless of the format of your show, and we'll talk briefly about what that would mean, but whether you're doing solo by yourself or you're doing interview, but either way, it gives people a chance to get to know you. And that gives you, you know, more opportunities to sell books. Perhaps you're an author or a writer who has courses to sell as well. There are ways to make money through your podcast. Number nine, you want to build a community. That is, to me, the real beauty in podcasting is the community that you can build the community that you start surrounding yourself with. And it is so funny to me because I do have to admit, I think that as a podcaster, that we're a, we're a little egocentric. I do think that we all have just a little bit of an ego. Like we do like saying, oh, we're a podcaster, you know, and we're doing this and we're doing that. And I guess for me, it, it was easier for me to step into something like that because in college I wore feathers. I was a mascot for a college and I wore feathers as their Thunderbird. So if I could put myself in front of a crowd doing that, I think putting, you know, myself on a podcast was really just a nap, not hard for me to do. For some of you, though, it might be a little harder. But even more so, go for it because it gives you a chance to step a little bit out of your comfort zone and to start building a community. And that's why I really want to emphasize the community part of this. When you put yourself out there and you create this podcast and you become a podcaster and you're doing episodes you know, weekly, every other week, monthly, whatever you decide to do, you're putting yourself out there. You have something else to talk to people about. You have something that you can share with people. And you'll be surprised how more interesting other people get become to you as well. And the big thing, again, I think with podcasting is you are building a community. That's what you want to do because you're wanting to build a listenership. You're wanting to build an audience. And you do that by building community. 
and community starts with one. And then I was like, jump right in there to community, right? We all start with one. So number nine would be you want to build a community. And number 10, you want to become part of the podcaster's tribe. Admit it. It just, yeah, it has a little bling sound to it. We say, hey, yeah, I'm a podcaster. So you want to become part of the podcaster's tribe. You want to you know, really get into podcast magazine and read articles about podcasters and behind the mic, more about them as people. You want to get more involved in people that you want to bring on your show, your guests, your guest appearances, just all those things that you are really wanting to be as a podcaster. So those are the 10 steps or 10 reasons I think it's time for you to start a podcast. And if you'd like a copy of those, just DM show notes to me on my Instagram account, and I'll be glad to share those with you. Now, before I open this up to Q&A, those were 10 reasons to start. I'm actually going to walk you through the first three steps that I would walk anyone who is starting a podcast through. And I think this is important. And for those of you that have already started podcasts, because I do see some podcasters in the crowd already, number two may still speak to you. And I'll explain that more when I get to that. But the first thing, so really your first step is what is your why? Why are you starting that podcast? In a sense, I gave you 10 different whys of why to start a podcast. And it's important that you decide on the why, why you're starting the podcast, why it's important to you. Because what I found, just like the you know, little side step that I did with my first podcast, I didn't have a passion behind it. It just, it wasn't speaking to me. And if you don't have a passion with podcasting, with what you're talking about or who you're talking with when you're interviewing, there's something called pod fade after episode seven, I think is the standard, and it does really happen. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know they're pretty astronomical, that the number of podcasters that actually quit within their first few months is quite a bit larger than those that succeed. So you want to make sure that what you're doing, you're passionate about it. And as an author and a writer, you're already passionate about writing. You're passionate about sharing that. So it just basically is transferring that passion over into podcasting. Number two, and this is the one that I said, even those of you that are established podcasters, I think you might relate to this, is who do you wish to serve? So basically, who is your, your niche? And the reason why I bring it up that even if you're a veteran podcaster, a lot of people may not realize this, whether you're in business, whether you're a podcaster, but niches change. And I can give you an example of that. Like you always, you need to start with a niche. I do. You need to have an idea of who you want to serve. That is very important. Just like in business, just like when you're writing a book, like who, what, who is the book written for? Who are you wanting to read this book? The same thing with a niche. And they change. And there's actually three phases of niches, and I'm only going to go through like the, the first two. But the first one is first, let's just start creating it. 
and talking about that a little bit. And I'll, I'll tell you a few reframes that I want you to think about when you think about choosing a niche. A niche is going to be the same thing as this is your target audience. Who's your targeted listener? Who do you want to hear this? And here's a few reframes I'd like for you to think about. Don't confuse your podcast with charity, you know, unless that's what you are doing it for. Trying to meet everyone's needs is not going to work. Actually, by being clear, it allows, you know, with one specific niche, it allows you to give a clearer message. It allows you to make more money, which by making more money, you have the means to help more people and the causes that you want to support. When you go deep into your niche, you open up a world of possibility. And that's what's really cool about it. It's creative, exciting, and full of opportunities. If you already have your niche as a writer and, or an author, your genre, then you pretty much are transferring over the same thing with your podcast. And the other thing, don't feel like you're going to leave anybody behind because you're not. Just like I'm not for everybody, you're not going to be for everybody. We can't please everybody. What's that song? So we have to please ourselves. So don't think about it that you've got to be so broad that you have to please everyone and that your podcast needs to reach everyone. Now, I mentioned the phase two of niching. And again, I'm going to you know kind of interchange niche with audience. And I am sure this happens with podcasting as well. Your target audience may change just a little bit. And you start with the niche, you start with that target audience, you start with who you're wanting to serve, but it may adjust over time. And for this, I'll give you more of a business example. When I started a bridal shop years ago, I actually started my niche, I thought, was for the young brides, the first time brides. Over time, it turned out being the second time brides that loved the Victorian era so that became my niche. So I was still servicing brides, but instead of first-time brides, I was servicing second-time brides. I think your podcasting may shift a little bit with your audience as well. I don't know that it would be as drastic as that, but I would just say, you know, give yourself some wiggle room. Don't be so, like, dead set on it has to be this listener. Because sometimes you never know what listeners could open up to other opportunities for you. Thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed our show. Join us next week as we continue on our journey of wickedly wise women entrepreneurs. This is Constance and be blessed in your success.